You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. And uh, welcome to the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and I am joined by the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and Tyler Hager, who is the owner and CEO of Sharbar 7. Uh, Tyler is a Charlotte native and is an avid Panthers fan, uh, but we've heard he's a great tennis player and also a great golfer. You know, for lots of us, food's a big part of good times and happy memories. Uh, Tyler knows a lot about that. He comes from a family that knows good food, uh, knows about how to make people happy. And, uh, you know, currently he is in the restaurant business himself. Hey, Tyler, thank you so much for uh, your time today. We know you're busy and and we know you're about to open a new location for Char Bar 7. So, uh, we again, we, we appreciate a few minutes here of your time. Uh, first things first, you're about to open a brand new location in Mint Hill. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure, guys. Thanks for having me. Um, absolutely. We're opening our seventh store uh, currently in Mint Hill, which is a little suburb of Charlotte. Um, it, uh, it will probably open on Tuesday of uh, this coming week. Um, and... Uh, yeah, just uh, <laughs> uh, just Char Charbar is a family friendly sports bar. Um, we uh, cater to families, uh, a lot of kids, a good kid menu. Um, we've been doing it for about seven years. Our first location started in uh, Charlotte at the uh, Carmel Road store, and then moved on to uh, several cities outside of Charlotte. And Mint Hills brought us our seventh, so we're pretty excited. Absolutely, you should be, and and I'm a I'm a frequent customer as well, and and we love your menu. It's it's a fantastic establishment, and you guys do an excellent job. Now, tell us a little bit about the name. Surely, surely, there's a backstory there. <laughs> yeah, there's several stories. Uh, we don't know which one's true. I think it all started. Uh, I went to Alabama, and uh, there was a store called um, Five. Five had five menu items. Uh, we we liked that, and we thought the simplicity behind that uh, was was cool, and um, we wanted to name it. Eventually, seven was the initial name of it, and uh, we really didn't like the sound just because it sounded uh, maybe ritzy, if that's the right word, and uh, just kind of dummied it down with Charbar uh, just for the family aspect. We wanted it to be welcoming and not sounding uh, like our price point didn't match the clientele that we wanted so uh yeah that was the that's the the truest story there's several that 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 float around that might 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 have some surface but uh that's just, that's the, the one we got that we'll go with <laughs> got it got it got it well you you kind of grew up in the business um and and so you you know this area you know this space you've been a part of it your entire life uh can can you tell us a little bit about the history there and 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 what you've learned along the way Sure, absolutely. Uh, yeah, we, I was fortunate enough to have uh, a dad who has been in the restaurant business probably since he was 35-ish, uh, and he's 70-ish now. So um, he was uh, nice enough to help me out with my with my cousin, his nephew, um, and show me the ropes. They did uh, another bar, Hickory Tavern, um, for a while. I worked with them um, for about four years until uh, we had a, a lease that we retained and uh, at which point dad uh, and Brad said if, if you want to try a concept uh, you know we got this building uh, why don't y'all go ahead and 
see what you can do. I teamed up with a guy from Johnson and Wales and Greg Bibbick and he, uh, he helped me kind of get the menu underway, um, start from there. And then we really relied on all the people that dad had, uh, you know, made customers through the years. They, uh, supported us, came out and from then on, it just kind of took off. So, uh, yeah, it was, it was in our world, having some help is pretty important. Um, from what I've seen, <laughs> just the, I think the fail rate's pretty, pretty large. And, um, so I couldn't ask for, for a better help and, and what we know. And we, his support team at his office is extremely large too. So we've got many avenues that when we have any problems, we can rely on people that know what they're doing. And, uh, and that was needed a lot at the beginning and some now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, and Tyler, you know, we're in the in the brand building business, um, you know, with Charbar 7, a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to open up a restaurant. I'm going to I'm going to open up a bar. And they think it's just going to be very easy. And, and clearly, you know, it's not when that restaurant's not there a year later. You know, growing up in the business and, and understanding the importance of a brand specifically through a restaurant what makes Charbar number seven stand out, you know, against your competition and, and what makes people want to come eat there? Uh, good question. Um, you, you know, I mean, obviously our industry through media and all these media outlets these days have, has gotten really exposed. Um, and there's, I think more and more pressure every day for us. Um, just because of the, the, the exposure that, that, that this media is bringing to even the big box companies that, you know, before they, in, in my opinion, which is a short one, um, it, they didn't have all the exposure before and, and they really didn't have an avenue to get, to get their marketing out there. And now that they do, uh, it's put a lot of pressure on us and the small, the smaller brands like Charbar, um, feels the pressure because they got huge teams and huge, huge ways to get out there and really smart people behind what they do. Um, so we're constantly competing with, with all those much less all these chefy guys that are, you know, creating stores left and right. And, uh, it's concentrated. I, I, I don't know if I could say that it's harder today than it was five years ago, but we seem to think it is. Um, it's just, it's just, there's a lot out there these days that, that, that we're competing with. And so, yeah, and and so as Brian mentioned earlier, you're, you're a Charlotte native, so you've seen a lot of growth in this city um, with changing taste and and like you said, more and more concepts, and then the fast casual concepts and appealing to the millennial and 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 all of that that all of us business owners are trying to figure out how to appeal to and attract as as clientele. Um, how does how does your restaurant? you know, how do you adapt to that growth and, and change? Um, well, I mean, you know, I think getting, getting somebody who's well, well versed in the, uh, media world, like we have recently with DC has been a, a really good start for us. We, our day to day tends to take us, um, take us away from what people see, um, from the outside which uh, makes D.C. a huge part of what we are. I think, um, you know, growing up in Charlotte, the, the, the food scene wasn't as big uh, when I was younger. Uh, a lot of big box stores and um, just didn't have the culinary scene that we have now. And I think that there's so much personality in these places 
uh, now that it's just it's tough for us to be uh, unique and be who have our own identity uh, and, and make it cool in our own way. And uh, that that's what I found the toughest part um, for us is 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 operating day to day and doing what we do, but also doing it well enough where it becomes unique to somebody and it stands out and it's different and, and applying to um, the same clientele that we want to bring in. Um, our challenges include, you know, trying to find a way to get to these families that we've had had before, you know, the, the outlets, are they currently using Instagram or, you know, Facebook? And we, we find ways to get in touch with them um, through DC. And, and that's really our biggest challenge and adding a, a social media um, contact has been a, a big, a big support for us and Charbar and our identity, um, and moving on. Well, I can tell you from personal experience, when I see that Charbar hamburger with the egg on it pop up on my Instagram, I, I'm running right over there. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so, so with your, with your growth, you, Charbar 7 has stores in Charlotte, Greensboro, Asheville, Southern Pines, Mountain Brook, Alabama, which is down near Birmingham, and now Mint Hill about to open, which is a suburb of, of Charlotte. Uh, what's next for you all? Uh, make money, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah. Or try to. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> we forgot yeah, that piece. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, you know, we've gotten caught up in, in building so so many so quick and for in and for any probably big restaurant group this is not quick in their eyes um for a small little group like us it's pretty much all we can handle we just have a small team and um just opening them takes you know it takes about a year to close the find the building close the lease um you know get your team find your managers train do all that so from start to finish it's a really long process and you just get if you're not control in the stores uh you can get lost in opening them and become inefficient and uh i would say that has hurt us a, a little bit so i think for the next couple of years or well i say years for the next at least year we're going to focus on getting efficient um trying to you know make some money um if we can and and hopefully we uh gain enough to start putting some effort back into growing stores i think ultimately we 100 percent hope to grow um, seven's not our end number. Uh, it just seems to be a number that, that fits us right now. Um, if, if a home run location came about, we would 100% look into it. But uh, for now, I think it's just putting focus back into building our brand, um, getting efficient at the store level, um, and, and focusing on our day-to-day stuff as, there's, as it all pertains back to the, you know, there's so much competition and making sure our brand is strong enough to survive. Um, so that's what we got going on now. Excellent. And, and Tyler, you know, you've seen the, you've seen Charlotte grow, you've seen the brand grow, you being an avid golfer, what did it mean to you, um, for Charlotte to have the PGA championship? Uh, did you get an opportunity to go out there and experience it at Quail Hollow? And, and really, what do you think you would shoot on that course? (laughs) Well, I appreciate y'all saying the golf, uh, the golf credit, but I I don't know how, how much I can take of that um a lot (laughs) maybe (laughs) uh a hundred uh you know i i think the distance would would crush me Mm -hmm. but uh i i think it was cool to see the pga i really do think it was fun um it it brought up i think a whole different fan base than we've ever seen um it's way it was 
compared to what we've had in the years past, it was a whole different look. Um, not just the infrastructure of how they set it up, but uh, really just the fan base and, and who, who was watching it. It was a, uh, the majors are a very serious event, um, as y'all are aware. And I think that brought a, uh, a different crowd, uh, not better or not for worse, just a, a different crowd and a different feel. Um, in years past, I think the tournament's been a little smaller um, and been, you know, uh, just a little easier on the locals to get around. And we felt the pressure um, having a store, you know, a quarter mile down the down the road. Um, we certainly saw the traffic come through. Uh, it was a nice weekend. Um, you know, I think I'm I'm I was really excited to see the PGA, but I'll be glad to get back to uh, the tournament we had. Um, you know, the wells that we had the last couple of years um, and going from there. So um, it, it was nice to see. It was definitely a good change of pace, but uh, look forward to, to the other tournament coming back. Absolutely. That's great feedback. And, and I tell you what, if no one has ever been to Char Bar 7 before, what would you say, in your opinion, is the must order on the menu? Must order. Uh, you know, we, we, we French dip hands down is the, the biggest it. seller. Uh, yeah. And, and, and it's hard to get away. I, I would not promote anything but red and beet. Uh, <laughs> and that's what we, we do. We have a pretty nice kitchen with a, with a outstanding, uh, piece of equipment called a broiler that gets extremely hot and cooks any red meat, uh, as good as it's going to be cooked, um, with a good sear, um, steaks are, are what we try to do best. Um, uh, I think our idea when we started Charbar was to have a uh, steakhouse quality piece of meat um, available, uh, you know, for the average customer that wants to come in and not be uh, dressed up or felt pressure to maybe order some nice bottle of wine or or do whatever. Just bring their kids, eat a eat a great piece of meat, and and head out and not be uh, the same expense as if if you're going to the steakhouse. Uh, the large one. So, um, I think, I think to, to answer, I'd have to say probably our filet, <laughs> nice. but, um, but our burger, our, our leap year is, it gets the most attention just cause it's got the egg on it. Um, our Southwest burger is, uh, is probably the best eating one. I think personally, well, you know, we appreciate you coming on here. And if anybody is listening, definitely check out, you know, Char Bar. Go, go, go there for lunch if you can. Um, but tell us quickly, how can we find you? Give us your uh, your, your website and uh, and your phone number. Uh, yeah, um, we well, can reach us at uh, basically, I think most people are doing the website thing. So www.charbar7.com. Um, and uh, yeah, we use uh, DC out of Charlotte to uh, promote all of our social media so he's he's all over the place he, i'm sure you can find him on the web somewhere <laughs> um but our, our local store in charlotte our first one uh Calma road if if near that area is uh phone number 704-540-4722 um yeah so just a family friendly joint we obviously love to have anybody uh who gets to hear this we appreciate uh the support if you've been been there before and we certainly look forward to having any new customers that uh would take the time to come visit us. Tyler, well, thank you very much, buddy. Good luck with the store opening, and uh, we appreciate your time today, my friend. I appreciate it, guys. Y'all have a good day. Have a great weekend. You. See you, buddy. See ya. 
You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.